Well, 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 look who came crawling back, Garrett. On his hands and knees. Oh. Thought he could make it without us, huh? Yeah. Fresh off a 9.99 rating, huh? Oh, a 9.99. I hope the game was <laughs> great. It was. You loved it. You loved it. You thought it was the best thing. Uh, remind me played. what I said about the game. I just. It, it slips my memory. Perfect. Nearly flawless. The magnum <laughs> opus of Hasbro Gaming. The magnum yeah. opus. It was by Hasbro. Well, I can't yep. wait to hear I, this I one. think it was Milton Bradley uh, via Hasbro. I, I'm not, hey, I'm not quite sure. was it Milton Bradley? They own, they own. Donald Trump once said. <laughs> Milton Bradley is the Rolls Royce. The Rolls Royce of the board game industry. And if Dr. T thinks that it's good, I think it's got to be pretty good. Well, we're glad to have you back, Jeff. We're glad that you're here to uh, take part in uh, what we what Garrett had in store for us this week. It was uh, It was quite something. Uh, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately though, <laughs> it was, quite, was it enough to be quite something? Tom? It was. <laughs> I mean, it was very short. <laughs> That's all I can say about it is that it was very short, and it's based off of a very popular, a very popular franchise, which is always nice because it's like, very popular. It, you talking about Egos? Oh, <laughs> 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 quite possibly. You know, I normal. I would have laughed harder at that if we hadn't already done a Klondike, <laughs> Klondike episode. We're it's not right. afraid of foodstuff-based board games here on Roll and Move. Well, anyways, welcome to Roll and Move, the internet's podcast where we talk about really bad board games and sometimes pretty <laughs> decent board games. But today, very bad board game. And I am one of your first co-hosts and creators of Rough Draft Games, Thomas Jungerberg, and with me here, as always, is... Garrett Lively, I prefer pancakes to waffles. Bad take. Ooh, hot take, yeah. And Jeff Lee, I think if I got a chance to go to the Upside Down, I might just stay there. <laughs> it makes me wonder what, just what exactly is all Upside Down. I think the Demi get me, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, Garrett, did you watch Stranger Things? Have you seen Stranger Things? I have. I have seen Stranger Things. See, I've watched a couple episodes, and I did it expressly out of guilt because my good friend mentioned him on the show before. Stephen Walker has worked on the show. He was uh, he, That's he right. Was That's right. I think you told show. me that. Yeah. And so I watched a couple episodes just to see and appreciate his work because, you know, the man's the man's an artist. Uh I watched the first episode and I was like, "Oh, this is really good." And then I watched like two or three more and I was like, "Yeah, this is this is really good. This is interesting." And then I stopped watching. I didn't even finish the first season. <laughs> do you think, uh, out of curiosity, do you think if that show was set in the '90s that you would appreciate it a bit more? No. Do you think it's an era thing or it's just the plot? No, it's just okay. You want to know what thing? it really is? All right, story time, guys. So I love story old time. Tom got his got his girl. Some got her got her a, a gift. A gift to go see Willy Wonka live scored at the Hollywood Bowl. Okay? And what they were doing is they were having all these celebrities come in and they would sing. They would show Willy Wonka on the on the Hollywood Bowl stage via projection. They'd have like a laser show going around the framing of the stage and they'd have whenever there was a musical break they'd bring out like this huge orchestra and these celebrities who would sing the songs i think john stamos was willy wonka weird al yankovic sang all the oompa loompa songs it was great (sighs) and everyone was doing a really good job trying their hardest but you know who was number one on the docket you know who was like the billboard number one person that they put on all the advertising for the entire event they were like hey we got this one kid from Stranger Things, who's going to be singing the Charlie portions of the of the musical, right? 
of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And the grandpa is going to be Richard Kind. And I was like, oh, wow, I'm really excited to see this. This kid gave the worst performance I've ever seen in my life. Ooh. 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 Horrible. He was, in your life? He's, worst performance? It was awful. He didn't even sing. Like, Richard Kind was dragging that kid over the finish line. Because the kid didn't even sing. It was Richard Kind singing everything. And then they they he, like, goes over to the kid. He puts the microphone in his face. When the when Charlie says I've seen stranger things, Grandpa gets an immediate obligatory pop from the crowd. <laughs> you hear a bunch of people in front go ah, and then he goes back things. to standing there like a sack of shit, not doing anything. Letting Richard letting Richard Kind do the entire bit by himself, and I just felt so I felt like he was leaving Mr. Kind high and dry. Felt like he was uh, neglecting Gramps. Yes, over there. He's neglecting his responsibilities. And I turned to Alice and I was like, "Is that it? Is that seriously all he's gonna do?" And she was like, "Yeah, I guess." And I was like, "Oh, I'm not a fan. I'm so I've I've taken it out aggressively on Netflix's original series. So I'm sorry if Toothless Kid happens to be a pretty good person, but um, this is okay. This is the Toothless guy. Yeah, I was about to ask. No, no, who no, it no. Was. It's not Toothless Kid. It's is it the main character? I think it was the, the main the character. Michael guy? I think it yeah. was the main character. Yeah, it was the, the, the one that looked normal. Or Mike. <laughs> he looks like a Willy Wonka. <laughs> the one that looks normal. The one that looks normal. They're all, they got a couple of freaks for that show. It's, I don't know if any of them look normal. The one that probably got picked on the least in uh, middle school. <laughs> probably. <laughs> but anyways, that's, that's one of the reasons that I hadn't watched it. That and everyone was just telling me to watch it. And so I was just like, no, you, you, you've to. done that before, Garrett. I know you have. Me? Yes. When, no. when people suggest to you. There's got, you yeah, there's got to be a show like, no, that just because that. people are like, Garrett, you should watch this. You'd be you like, gotta be, you got to be kidding me. No, I, I have very strict standards with my life. I don't watch Harry Potter. I won't play Cards Against Humanity. And I refuse, above all other, to. No, that's it. Those are the two things. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty good list. I'm really looking forward to that. The three tenants, the, uh, the two tenants, mm-hmm. strong I two got, pillars. I got three tenants in my life, and uh, I got I got two ready to go right here. The third one is don't have a third. Tenant. <laughs> Never have a third tenant. That's the rule. I mean, for most people, they're probably listening to this thinking that we're just doing like a Stranger Things based game that's sort of off the plot. But this is actually sort of a specially package i think they had sort of a joint deal going on with kellogg's on this one what is the official name of this game gear uh i i don't know i think it's stranger things card game but if you just read the box down the line it says stranger things kellogg's ego brand card game so it always just makes me wonder like is it kellogg's that came to stranger things or stranger things that went to kellogg and they're like we got to do this joint thing and then then they're like somebody in the room was like a board game oh <laughs> Not even a board game. It's a it's a card a game. A card game. Yeah, that's what we should do. So it is it is indeed themed off of Ego Waffles, and I think that's a part of the show because it is. Yeah, it's, it is it's Eleven's favorite treat, and I believe uh, she loves little frozen dinners because it's what Mike delivers to her when he's uh, hiding her in the basement, mm-hmm. and so she grew to love them, and that. You know, it's, it, you know, it's one of those pop culture things like, you know, in the 80s, 
you know ET ate Reese's pieces. ET yeah. ate right. Reese's pieces in the nineties. Kevin McAllister had a talk boy and everybody got a talk boy and an extra large cheese pizza. So you, you gotta to enjoy the show with your favorite characters, you gotta indulge yourself in the same And here's scenario. the thing that bothers me. Had Egos done a Stranger Things version of because they've done it before, right? They do special patterns or weird things in the Egos or whatever, like that, you know, that come out in the toasters. Had Egos done a Stranger Things like themed Ego, uh, Ego Waffle, I would have been like, okay, whatever. But I'm looking at it now and they skipped it entirely. They didn't even do an Ego, like a Stranger Things Ego Waffle. They went straight to the card game. Straight to the card game. I don't understand that. Like, if they were like, let's collab, the first thing you would have thought was, okay, they're going to do like a Stranger Things Ego, which it, they have like some sort of like imprint in it. Mm-hmm. But no, they just went straight to like, for someone in their room was like, well, no, we got to do a card game. We got we to gotta pull all the stops. So. Yeah. Yeah. Official title, by the way, Thomas, according to Board Game Geek, Stranger Things Ego Card Game. <laughs> uh, right uh, down the line. To 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 comment on sort of what the box look like looks like, it uh it has a little bit of a of a retro flair with the the bright yellow like border going around it. Um, it's it's your standard Ego box that you might see in the grocery store in like 1984 or whatever, and. Mm-hmm. It has the Stranger Things logo on it. One thing that I will say the packaging does right is it says game ingredients in the bottom left-hand corner, which is pretty cute. And it says 106 Ego cards, seven character cards, and instructions. I like that part. That's pretty good, right? A little, little creative creative theming there for the packaging. I, I, for one, think they did a really nice job on the box. Agreed. Um, it, yep. looks, it looks like a little frozen. Like you go into the frozen section at your Winn-Dixie or your, mm-hmm. or your uh, Kmart Ooh, or your Publix. Piggly Wiggly. Kmart. Yeah. Kroger is what I meant to say. Piggly Wiggly, yeah, what have you. Um, Albertsons, H-E-B. Keep for going. The, for the Texas, <laughs> yeah. Um, Vons, and then you go, you go over to the you go over to the frozen breakfast section, and you open it up, and the the window frosts over, and you find this like freezer burnt box. It's got like ice crystals all along it, and mm-hmm. you throw it in your throw it in your buggy. And by the time you get to check out, it's starting to melt down. Yeah, but by the time you get it home, it's about the size of it too, though. right? I mean, it's a, yeah, it no, it's, it's a perfect box. size, it's a perfect yeah. size, excellent yeah. size, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot. I I mean I feel like I have a box of egos right in front of me right now, and I'm I'm actually a little bit hungry. So what's in the ego box, box, Garrett? <laughs> That's what's good. In the box? As always, we are always on the same page. Mm-hmm. Let's open this bad boy up. Uh, the top comes off, and so the base of the box acts as a stand, and then the inside of the box is actually a cardboard, uh, silver metallic. It's not metallic, but it's made to look metallic. Made to look metallic toaster and inside there's 108 cards I, be- I believe you said is that right 108 yes yeah it was 106 something like that 106 yes it's 106. 106 106 cards all 106 cards the the backs of them are are little ego waffles they they are about i don't know two inches in diameter and just the flimsiest cards i've i've seen in my entire <laughs> life like this is Jeff Jeff said it perfectly when it's like it looks like you peeled a sticker off, you know, of a, a sticker sheet, oh, and like no. that's the thinness of this this oh, super the, super the, thin, the like vinyl cut sticker <laughs> sheet residue thinness, like something that's yes. not even gum wrapper thick. That is right. Ooh, ooh, yeah. These are super thin. So so the in, so the box we love the box love love the box. It's got the where you draw the cards from is a toaster. Mm-hmm. And then even inside the toaster, guys, let me show you all this. See if you can see this. There are, can you guys see these heating coils? They're oh heating my coils. Oh, that's great. In, 
It's awesome. They did it's a great, great yeah. I, like when nice Garrett touch. when Garrett opened the box and I saw the Eggo waffles and I saw that it was a toaster. I'm like, they, you know, this might be a good game. And then I was a little right. disappointed. Well, definitely get. Right. I mean, it's going to get points for sort of the look at the that. They got the great. nub. Can you grab that nub or is that painted on? That's painted on. That looks still, great though. It looks realistic. Looks awesome. Yeah, it looks 3D. It's, it's a little. It's a little nozzle that you push down to get your to get your Eggo waffles. Thematically the well toaster. done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a beautiful box it's a great box and then you get to these cards and they are just like i can here look you guys hear this oh you guys, <laughs> you guys hear this <laughs> you guys can't see this but Garrett's just ripping the cards <laughs> you hear how thin these are just like paper just like a sheet of printer paper yeah i can't do that with your you go to any standard and any standard blue core card, you can't you can't just rip that. You can't up. rip it like that. I know. Yeah. I've played Pandemic Legacy and ripping those cards up. It was <laughs> you, pretty you hard. You gotta get a pair of shears for that. Yeah, right? you gotta you gotta work out for months. <laughs> gotta soak it in water before I can. <laughs> this is yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, 106 cards, and and again, the theming's now. nice. They're all 100, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> The back of them are all Eggo waffles with the Stranger Things logo on it. And then on the front side, you have various characters and various colors and then a couple special cards, which we'll go into more in the rules. Uh, which, nice transition, our rule book is beautiful. I love the rule book. Look at this, guys. Can y'all see this? Ooh. This is a about a half sheet of paper mm-hmm. and double-sided. Mm. And it's got about four columns on each side. Read through this thing in two minutes flat. Just breezed right through it. And I got to say, I'm a big fan. You guys know me. Big fan of quick, concise rules. They they could have done a little more cleaning up on this, but overall, I'm pretty happy with it because they they went. I'd rather have, you know, over over clarifying things than just like, we you know. Yeah, a bunch lost, of loose ends. Yeah. <laughs> lost where they don't clarify anything. And you're just like, well, I don't know what to and do And it was here. complicated. Or shark tanks. Was, yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, let's let's jump into the rules. Okay. This game is. You guys stop me when this sounds familiar. Okay. okay. On your turn, on your turn, you're going to play a card mm-hmm. into the center. The card you play has mm-hmm. to match the previous card played with either uh, the color, uh-huh. okay. with either the color, or if you don't have the same color, you can play the same. Well, they don't have numbers Number. in this game, but oh. Character, okay. Ah, so okay, okay, okay. So, so let's say I have a red Dustin on the on the table. Okay, you can play a red Lucas, or you could play a yellow Dustin, and then Jeff could play a maybe. If you played the yellow Dustin, Jeff would play a yellow Mike, and then maybe I would play a red Mike, and then maybe you play a red Lucas, and it just keeps going around. And the object of the game is to run out of all of your cards. Mm-hmm. Now, sounds what, familiar. What if I didn't have there's, one of those cards? I mean, sure, surely there's some sort of mechanic that I could play if I I didn't have a yellow Dustin or a a red Dustin. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. If you do not have the correct card to play, you draw a card, and if you can then play, you play that card. And of course, there are some special cards we have. Now, this is real innovative, guys. The reverse card. <laughs> and what the reverse card does is when you play it, instead of it going to the next person, say if you're going clockwise, instead of going to the, the next person on your left, you're instead going to go over to the person on your right who played Ooh, directly tricky. before you. My favorite was whenever in another popular game, which we'll mention in a little bit, uh, when you play the reverse card when you're playing one-on-one. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> uh, we then have the draw two card. And I love this. 
when you play this card, the next player must take the top two cards of the deck. You really get them there, and uh, they're trying to run out of their cards, and you make them draw two. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Set you um, behind. <laughs> gotcha. So all of that is uh, the direct ripoff of Uno, of course. They do actually have a uh, little separate iteration here that distinguishes it. So the ending conditions of the game are you have to get rid of all your cards and your you start every every player starts with a character piece that they flip from side to side. One side shows the upside down and one side shows, you know, real life mm-hmm. or the right side up. I don't know what they call it on the show, I can't remember. Doesn't matter. And so there are also some special cards that make you flip your card or make all the other players flip their card. Um, and these are considered wild cards for the color purposes. So I think they got that from somewhere else. And so you win the game or you don't lose the game if you run out of all your cards and your character is not in the upside down. Right. Now, an interesting thing about this game that I found is that there it doesn't quite tell you if the first player that goes out wins. And in fact, it says you keep watching as everybody else plays and they try to escape and everyone might survive or two people might survive or gulp. Sometimes no one will escape. Mm -hmm. Oh no. So it's interesting because they, they include some take that mechanics. They include, right. They include, they include some gotchas, but at the same time you could just all work together and, and try to get out. Right, it because it doesn't. There is no winner or loser, right? The game game pe- keeps going because, just like you said, it insists that multiple people can get out. Sure, I I think there are winners and losers, but they're not mutually exclusive. Like I can win and you can win, and mm-hmm. they're not. I mean, they they can sometimes overlap if I make you draw two, but sometimes I just have to have to play that. In fact, you know, most avid listeners know that we play over webcam. And usually, if there's a decision to make, I will let you guys make that decision. But uh, I don't think I, <laughs> I don't think I have many decisions for you guys to make because, on your turn, you're forced to play a card if you can. Right. And you start the game off with four cards, and usually, you know, if there's like five or six colors, I think in the deck, your choices are pretty limited when it comes around to your turn. So you are just forced to play the right. card that you can yep. play. And so sometimes that means collateral damage for the player that's next in the lineup and sometimes it's collateral damage for everyone as you flip them over but i mean otherwise if if there is if you do have a choice you can choose whether to help everybody Mm -hmm. or help yourself or help nobody i mean so i i I think it's interesting in that regard that it doesn't really give you a direction on how to take this game so to sort of simplify most everything that you just said what is the main difference between this game and uno just in a nutshell what's the only thing that's different there is a character card that you have in front of you, and in order for you to go out, quote unquote, you have to be not in the upside down. That's it, and yep. and you can get an instant game over. There's if a couple you, small wrinkles, draw. yeah, but it's basically yeah. Uno. And the funny thing is, I just looked it up for I, you know, I forgot who actually published Uno, mm-hmm. and it's not Hasbro. Um, I think it's Mattel. Really? Um, and mm. yeah, and so that, I think that's probably why they this wasn't a Uno game. They're just like, well, we you know we can't make Uno again, yeah. so. We, I mean, this is close enough. <laughs> Otherwise, they would have just slapped Uno on there, and then you know we would have crossed you know three different you know mm-hmm. audiences there. But yeah, yeah, there there is one other difference, Tom. I, I did forget to mention there are four Demogorgon cards in the in the deck, and so if you draw all four of those, the ga- that's when the game ends. And so there's a timer mechanism that that 
it's pushing the game towards a conclusion. But it's not like you could beat the timer, you know, like it's not like you can strategize against it. You just play what you can play. So, right. And and it doesn't do anything other than like, uh oh, two are up. There's still two left. Yeah. Or, uh oh, there's only one left. I mean, it's just like, that's all it is. It doesn't introduce new wrinkles or it doesn't. Right. There's no strategy in any way. It's just, it's just telling you that the game may or may not be close to being over. Right. Mm. And we didn't draw any of our Demogorgon cards. We didn't draw a single one, exactly. Yeah. And we all survived. As Did you shuffle that deck, Gare? Did you shuffle those I shuffled those it Eggos? nice, yeah. I, yeah. Well, listeners should know I'm, a, I'm an excellent shuffler. Mm-hmm. Everybody want to hear real quick? I'll do a little. I'm just going to rip it little. in the car. <laughs> you guys Ooh, pretty good. That's pretty that's nice. Pretty good. Looks, sounds pretty mixed to me. Mm-hmm. That's, that's uh, excellent shuffler. A, excellent dice hundred, roller. That's 104 cards right there. I ripped two. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think, I think it's interesting that and to Jeff's point that they didn't, I guess they don't have the license to Uno. I mean, is Mattel owned by Hasbro? No, we know? no, no, no. They are big rival companies. They tried to, <laughs> they tried to combine or Mattel tr- attempted a hostile takeover of Hasbro a couple years back. <laughs> um, but that's did, ironic. That did not work out too well for them. Um, so Hasbro resisted. And since then, Hasbro has sort of become the bigger batter of the two since they. Yeah, uh, totally. Yeah um but yeah what was funny i want to mention something that so what was funny during the gameplay was um tom and garrett kind of won the game or got out you know they got out of the upside down and completed they got rid of all their cards really quick and then it just ended up being me playing against i guess the game mm-hmm. um and then eventually i just drew enough cards and had enough matches i can just play them all at once so there's nobody to stop me and I didn't yeah. draw any Demogorgons, and then I just still won. So it doesn't seem like it's that hard. Right. Once Thomas and I were out, like you could just set up basically your perfect round. Like You kept drawing, yeah. and then you could look through your cards and make the perfect link and just play them all in succession because we're just sitting there watching, waiting exactly. for you to... You can't, yeah, there's nothing you can do to stop me. So, I mean, it was... And the Demogorgon mechanic didn't really do anything to speed up or slow down the game. I wonder, you know, if we had played the game, let's say, like 500 times... How many times we'd actually lose because it doesn't seem at least on the surface that it'd be that easy to lose the game mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there is one little wrinkle that i do want to mention and you make of this what you will listener but it does tell you in the setup that two demigo two demigorgon cards are going to go in each side of the toaster and so there's basically two different toaster decks that you draw from mm-hmm. so you know that two are in one side and two are in the other so you can maybe strategically once you're Close to being out, go for the other deck, or you know, it's that, crazy. Uh, you think but is... it, you have to draw four in order to lose, right? Yeah, so you can just right. draw from one side right. the whole time. You pull two, and you just completely empty that si- that entire deck, and you're going to be fine. Yeah, absolutely, yep. absolutely. Yeah. That's stupid as hell. It's poor. That's very poor game design. <laughs> Holy cow! <laughs> I, I didn't, didn't even know realize that. that. I didn't realize that until now. I didn't realize that you mentioned it. I didn't pull wow. any, but you know, yeah. I skipped. I skipped the instruction uh, or the setup phase for the game for you guys, so I I can just be rocking and rolling when we're going in. But oh, yeah. I appreciate that. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it has you basically pull pull the four Demogorgon cards out, deal everybody's hand, reshuffle them in uh, two in each half of the deck, and then put them in each side of the toaster. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, did, have you guys seen the age recommendation on this box? No, what is it? No. 14 plus. What? <laughs> Why? 14 plus? Dude, you ever play Uno, Jeff? Makes you think bad thoughts. Makes you think adult thoughts, you know? 14 plus. What is like Game of Thrones a board game? Hold on, let me see. Like, because that's like a meaty. Let me 14 look it up. plus, dude. 
Man, the IQ of throwing down that Uno reverse card is just <laughs> it is, is up nuts there. Wait, you're saying you're saying we don't go clockwise? <laughs> okay. What? Game of Thrones Game of Thrones board game, the game that we all, you know, came to love, which is like a, you know, roughly 3 to 6 hour gameplay is 14 plus. <laughs> Same weight. You're, same weight. Get out of here, Garrett. No, they're not the same weight. We same finished weight. this game in like ten minutes. Well, that's because we're experts. That's because we learned so much. That from is Thrones. ridiculous. Fourteen plus. Here's a is question: it be- Is it because uh, Stranger Things is rated R? That's what I'm thinking. But like, like maybe. Uh, no. But that's just that's just that's really lazy, right? To like just be like, I don't know. We shouldn't. I don't want to research what age we should make it. Let's just. I don't know. That's 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 pretty lazy to me. Let's <laughs> let's go ahead and go on to uh, sort of any any online perspectives that we can get of this game. Are people sort of commenting on the same things that we're hitting on in the look and feel of the game? Maybe the size of the cards, the feel of the card stock, or what are you guys seeing online? Oh my god, this is bad. Okay, so <laughs> this guy uh, Moto Kidiger from Canada says. Um, he, he gives a little twist. Change the starting hand to eight cards and play with two characters instead of one, and you've got a fun little filler. He says, and I quote, <clears throat> It's not number one, but it is Uno. <laughs> I like the kids get a kick out of it. <laughs> that was brilliant. I don't understand why the starting hand was 11 cards. I think yeah. that would have been a nice nice little wink. Yeah. Just, yeah. I mean, they're obviously not above winking at the... At right. the in the rules that's just yeah. littered with they they even include we didn't even touch on this they they included a a, a, a donald trump-esque easter egg from from the apprentice yeah. an op include, card they include the book no no I'll, I'll, the opposite they include the bonus character barb which you can choose but you literally cannot win because both sides of your character card are the upside down so no matter how much you flip it you're you, you just can't win wow so it's yeah and spoiler she's dead so. does it say that in the instructions don't choose barb it says, ditch one of the other characters to play as Barb. Oh, wait. Both sides of her card are in the upside down. Oh, my God. It looks like she's stuck there forever. Poor Barb. And that's all it says. Poor Barb. <laughs> I kind of like that. Sure. Why not? Yeah, it's... Yeah. Here, here, I, I th- they had some great touches as I think far as, the, like... Yeah, the theme was great. Like, I, 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 you can't fault them for the theme. It's the, the gameplay mechanics. It's just kind of meh. Mm-hmm. Here's something that Sir Alex said on uh, Board Game Geek. He said that this is a bad version of Uno with Stranger Things pictures on the cards. And despite the clever box art and design, the game is extremely cheap. The cards are paper thin and ugly. I'm sure they sold a lot of these. I would recommend staying away. Uh, I Here's one person saying, I don't know how you could even call this card stock. It feels like paper. <laughs> Not sure what grade this is. This is so a lot of people appreciate the theme and the thematics of the game as well from what i'm seeing but just that quality man they skimped on they skimped on the quality and people are not liking it uh i some some amazon customers are really upset and and it's not often we find upset amazon here's one from a uh just a anonymous amazon buyer very bummed when we received this i bought it to play with my son who loves the show thinking it was a trivia game guess i should have read the oh, reviews because no. it's just Uno with the stranger things cast on some cards and this isn't something we really talked about but the box tells you in no way shape or form that this you're about to dive into uno uh you know i often look to the back of the box to kind of see what kind of experience i'm about to get this one says play as a character from stranger things can you escape from the upside down or will the monsters have you for breakfast oh and, uh, dude this this is doing the same thing but worse that the harry potter game did there yeah, it is it's, not it's, even telling you that it's, it's promising Uno. an experience 
delivering the opposite. Yeah. Yep. The Harry Potter game at least had the had the common courtesy to have a picture of the game on the back of the box, so you sort of knew mm-hmm. what it Kinda was. Kind of knew, yeah. Are you serious? So this is just, yeah. they didn't even advertise. There's no reference to it at all. No, no, it doesn't tell you on the back. I mean, looking at this box, it shows you the characters on the back, but it doesn't tell you how the game plays in any way. I mean, it doesn't tell you it's a card playing. I, you know, they tell you it's a card game, but they don't tell you it's like a like a, a trick taking game or if it's a you know a color playing game or or you know I don't know how you would describe Uno, but but you know they don't they don't tell you how to play the game in any way, shape, or form on the box. Okay, so well. Yeah, all all the points that it just got for a really cool design and stuff. I don't know, man. I might have to dock it. So that's pretty unethical, man. I mean, by all means, old bait and switch. I, I don't call myself a, a, a great human being. <laughs> but I'm not an evil human being. And that's just downright, that's just downright mean. Well, well, shoot, guys. Do you want to get into our ratings, our perspectives of the game? Does I, I guess I can start things off. I've got a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth now after finding out this horrid news that they withheld information from gamers. Gamers, the most sensitive, coveted demographic of all. We have to watch out for our gamers. Our fellow game <laughs> our brothers. Our fellow gamers. Guys... <laughs> I, I got to tell you, I did really enjoy the thematic boxing. I thought the toaster, putting the cards in there was really great. But, you know, you can slap a, you can slap some spinning rims on a jalopy and it'll still uh, die on you, you know, the second that you take it off of the lot. I don't think it's doing any favors to, a, you know, a really bad Uno knockoff, especially when they're not telling you that you're getting an Uno knockoff. This is some sleazy used car salesman stuff here, guys. I do not support this. I will never support this. And even though they're willing to go the extra mile and having some Easter egg-like inclusions like the Barb card, I thought that was really cute. I thought that um, I thought that the to go a little deeper into the game mechanics beyond just sort of Easter eggs, I thought it might be a little bit confusing in that they have the competition aspect of it where you can you can throw reverse cards at each other and you can sort of undermine each other's efforts but then you sit back and watch and see if they can escape it seems to me like the game doesn't know whether it wants to be cooperative or whether it wants to be competitive and I feel like it never truly finds itself in that area so that combined with the seedy tactics that we discussed earlier Ah, I'm I'm a mad, mad, mad. I'm mad. You hear me, Roar Gear? Ah, Get out of here! <laughs> Get out of here! Uh, I can go next. I thought you were gonna go. Yeah, well, go I like that it. toaster. <laughs> Lego, my ego. Lego, my ego. Lego, my ego. Uh, yeah, like I, I think it's funny that they like jumped from directly from the partnership directly to the board, like the card game, and didn't even do real Lego and. Like I, I appreciate the I appreciate the theme a lot. Like the Ego cards were a really nice touch. The box is a nice touch. It looks just like an Ego box, the same size. Um, the toaster was an awesome touch, and they they had a nice nod to the show with the Barb card. Um, but then and then I you know I was really excited because I was like okay at least they're doing Uno, which is a pretty successful card game. You know, albeit not one of our favorites, but you know it's a successful one with a twist. But the twist has kind of muddled the game a bit. Um, you know, it's like like Thomas is saying, it's not sure if it's a co op game or not. 
Um, and it doesn't seem like the thing that bothers me is it doesn't seem like it's very hard to lose. Um, so I, you know, if it was a bad game and you lost all the time, whatever, but if it's like a, if it's like a bad game and you can't almost can't lose, it's just like, I don't know. I don't really get it. Um, I have to award points to the theme. Um, and I don't know if I can award points for much else. I think I'm going to give it a one and a half. Before I also want to know. So I'm looking at the stats here for last week for battle ball. And I'm actually pleasantly surprised. So, it, uh, so I scored a 9.99, but it wasn't a terrible game. <laughs> At least it wasn't a terrible game. It was the highest game that you guys have rated, it looks like. It so is, yeah. I, I feel a little bit better uh, about my score last week for this wonderful game of Battle Ball that I reviewed. We, we wanted to give you a little bit of wiggle room in case you ever find the point zero one. I really appreciate it. Garrett. I mean, at least it sounds like it was a good game. Before, a you, game. before you give your rating, uh, can you go to the Amazon page for... And and look at the customer questions and answers. Can you pull that up real quick? Yeah, yeah, sure. You can. got it in front of you. I'm uh I'm on the page scrolling uh, down. The go down, go down to the last qu- couple of questions that are that are asked. Look at okay. the very last question. Click see yeah, more. Click see more and look at the very last question. Can you read that out loud for me? The Strabger things. Well, Strabger Strabger things. Will you have more wins? Hello, I have two in stock now. Seller smack dab. Some of the best frequently asked questions. The customer questions and reviews. Uh, go up. Uh, go up three from that. It's a very short Little question. Okay. Got, string you read thags. that one there. Does it? Does it need frozen? <laughs> <laughs> no, it is a card game. Aha, I don't think so. Nope, it's great right out of the fridge. Solid. I like, I like Solid. that some people think it's actual like a waffle. <laughs> oh man. Okay, um on on to me. It just I... sounds like a bad episode of Homestar Runner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, continue, sorry. No, that's good. We got derailed there. Um I love the boxing of this game. I think Whoever did this, like they were given basically a box of crap to work with that they had to uh, wrap up and present to a bunch of gamers, and they did the best that they could. Um, however, on the inside, this is like when you watch, it's like when you had originally watched the original Return of the Jedi, and then you go and you watch the new DVD or George Lucas versions of Return of the Jedi with the uh, with the CGI eyes and the uh, Anakin is is CGI'd in there with uh whatever that actor's name is, Hayden something. It that's that's what this is to me. This is this they took a they took a great eighties product in in the tribute that, that Stranger Things is to the eighties and they just adulterized it. They just they just slapped this awful theme on it. They could have done so much. And they could have even kept the Uno theme. I think that's fine, but like it doesn't make sense to like throw characters down on the middle and and basically sacrifice them when it's a, you know, the show's all about, you know, these kids coming together. You basically are playing a protagonist no matter what, so it's not like I don't understand the competitive nature of the game. And then even if it is competitive, like you need to say that it it's competitive because at least Uno declares that there's an outright winner, right? Like I, I don't understand. Yep. It, it just makes no sense to me. Um, out of curiosity, I went and looked at what Uno was rated on Board Game Geek, and I am sad to say that it's a five point four, and that this is a five point three on uh, on Board Game Geek. So I, I'm I think this is a much worse version of Uno because of that the the 
added touch of not outright declaring a winner when somebody goes out. I just, I mean, even if they had done that, if they had said that, I, it may not have made as much sense thematically, but it just at least would put the game to rest and wouldn't make it such a trivial exercise where nobody's making any decisions and at least make it a game. Yep. Um, otherwise, they needed to take another completely different direction. And for that, I mean, literally, this game is just holding on because of its awesome box. Yep. It's 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 got pretty decent art all around the box. Uh, one thing I didn't even mention is on the back of it, it looks like something's trying to claw through the back of it, which is, is nice and it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's it's great. But the game itself, which I think I ethically need to rate it on, is just absolute hot garbage. And I think this is like one of my worst games. Um, I'm going to go... I'm going to go sub one here and I think I'm going to go like... Uh, I think I'm going to go point 0.5. I'm putting it up there with like midnight outburst and like 24 like kind of in that area i don't yeah, i don't think uh, it's it's worse than midnight outburst just because it's <sighs> you can finish the game and it's not left open to interpretation i feel like there's more working mechanics in there i think it was really skeezy that they ripped off of it's, yeah way that they did but yeah, you know, it was I mean, a I, I, game. yes, yes, you can finish the game. But is the other question is, can you lose the game? Like, can the game, unless there's a supremely unlucky deal where the the demigorgon cards are just like the first two cards on each side of the deck? I mean, it's it's it seems pretty unlikely. hard to lose. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty hard to lose this game, if I'm being honest. So you know, and that it's what is more the play number? Like, like, so I I would I can to, I can see if there was more players that the demigorgons come out sooner, right? Because they're just drawing that much faster. Yeah, but, yeah, that's a good yeah. point. Maybe up to six, but we played it with three, so which is right in the middle. That. Yeah, so I still yeah. yeah I still don't think if it was like two demigorgons, if they change that, you know, two demigorgons and you lose, I think that'd be a little bit better too. Right. And then I also got to take off points for saying fortified with eleven vitamins because weird, <laughs> not okay. <laughs> Not okay. I agree. Not okay. Can I bump my score down because of that? Actually, <laughs> the official roll and move rules are that you can change your score during the episode and during review episodes on episodes in which you're a part of. Should I should I change my score lower from one point seven five? I'm gonna oh, take out. Cool. I'm gonna take out a quarter. One point two five. One point two five for Jeff. I, I'm All giving right. a lot of points for the theme. Like it. Like I. I will say above and away. This is probably my favorite thematic this game. Is great. Of- I think I'm. I'm gonna throw all the cards away and just put the box on my shelf. I. I love the box. It's a great box. I, like I'm not kidding. Like of the thirty-ish games that we've reviewed, mm-hmm. like this is probably my favorite thematic boxing and game so far. It's just that it fell flat on everything. And I. I have to give a lot of credit to that because over thirty games we've we've reviewed that this is probably one of my like. I don't know. The only other thematic game that's like kind of near is like NFL Rush Zone. The game wasn't great, but it's literally just because they made a field in the football. Klondike one was really good. Klondike, yeah. That was really good. It's just a Klondike bar. (laughs) It's just a giant (laughs) Klondike bar. It's pretty good. I'm gonna. I'll I'll leave mine where it stands. I'm gonna. I'm gonna let the chips fall where they may on that one. But uh, all right. Fair enough. As it stands, we are at a 1.17. Boys, we are way lower, as I mentioned. It's a 5.3 on Point Game Geek. 5.3 is just super high for Uno. Man, it it just goes to show you people are just willing to fall in love with the chrome these days. They don't they don't care about the what's ticking under the hood. They don't they don't care about the the, the motor driving the That's games. Right. They just want to see Gameplay the nice Gameplay is more on important than graphics. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a testament to the 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 era of gaming that we're in mm. when when all this chrome is 
I mean, it's the same era as, you know, 20 years earlier. So there's only really only this 10 year window that, <laughs> that people cared about the, uh, the Euro game where the mechanics were more important than the, uh, pace yeah. team, but here we are. And as we wind things down on today's episode of roll and move, please do not take Eleven's vitamins and minerals. She needs them to become a strong, fully grown human being. Hulk Hogan told me you got to say your prayers, eat your vitamins and uh, be a true American, stay true to yourself, and uh, then you can become a great wrestler like him. So if you want that future for her, leave the vitamins in the box, please. But you can still hit us up at Rough Draft Games on Twitter and just tell us about your day. If you have any awful game recommendations, I still have an open invitation for anyone to recommend a game to me. First person to do it, I'll go get it. I don't care what it is. I'll go get it. You can recommend Dark Tower for all I care. I'll go get it. (laughs) I will. Send me an email, roughdraftgames at gmail.com. And lastly, if you want to jump on over to the Upside Down, come check out roughdraftgames.com, where we have other episodes of Roll and Move. We've got our thematic posts where you can check out what to eat and what to drink and what to listen to while you're playing some of our favorite games. And of course, come check out our brand new All Rise page, which we invite you guys to come check out. We're you know starting to talk a little bit more um, about our board game coming up later this year. You know We'd love to keep you guys um, in the loop and... You can come check out what the game's all about and um, come give us a visit. Yeah, maybe we'll get one of those mailing list gimmicks up for you guys to sign up for. And then you can get you can get us not only in your ears, but also in your inbox as well. And, and lastly, I would be remiss if we did not go ahead and thank those of you who have gone on to iTunes and given us five stars, a five-star review. We really appreciate that. It helps us out and it helps us build our little community that we're trying to grow around board games and podcasts. And until the next Stranger Things board game, Game that we play i have a little bit of catching up to do i still gotta watch season two and season three man season three coming out um i think they are i, I think they're running out of children or like child <laughs> age or you know 11 year olds it's kind of like when rugrats did like the rugrats in high school thing you guys all rugrats all grown up you remember that what a weird time <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ all right until next time Oof.